Welcome to the Thin Blue Line Outdoors. My name is Cody Johnson, and I'll be your host. I'm my one happy hunter right now, man. Alright guys, here she is. Here at the Thin Blue Line Outdoors, we have three goals. Show you a good time. I just shot him. Teach you something, plant some uh, clover down, and lead by example. Looking good. Great job. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. If I can accomplish one of those three, that's a win in my book. Thanks for listening. Be safe out there. Alright everyone, this is episode 5 of the Thin Blue Line Outdoors podcast. Today I'm going to recap kind of how my turkey season went so far. We finished first season and uh, second season here in Illinois now. Today was the last day of second season. Technically, I could still be out there hunting, but uh, I work tonight, and I'm going to try to get a nap in before work. So it's kind of the way it is, but uh, yeah. So anyway, I'm going to shoot this podcast outside. Uh, got my dog here out there with me, but uh, nice weather, so I decided might as well be outside and shoot it outside. So anyway, break it down to you. Uh, I only hunted two days during the first season here in Illinois. I uh, hunted with my brother-in-law, Garrett. He's a local police officer here in uh, Fulton County. Yeah, real good guy. He uh, pretty big hunter when it comes to deer and waterfowl, but he's just getting into turkey hunting. This was his first time um, going out this year. He went out three times, uh, first day by himself, second day with me. Uh, first day he heard uh, just a uh, like I think a gobble is what he told me. Uh, second day we go out there we heard a few more. Um, we're hunting his family's property, so because we're hunting his family's property, I think there's only 40 acres there, so we don't have a lot of acreage to work with. But him and I both agreed it'd be super cool if he could kill his first turkey on his family's ground. Unfortunately, none of the turkeys ever came onto his uh, family's ground. Uh, we tried, but uh, tried to call them in, but they just never would leave the neighbors uh, for both days. Pretty much, we went, got as close as we could. Had a pretty good setup, I felt like. Um, it just, it never, never worked out, unfortunately. So, yeah, that pretty much ended my uh, my two my two days hunting with my brother-in-law. He uh, he unfortunately wasn't able to go out the last couple days of the first season because he worked as well. Then second season started. Second season, I hunted uh, first day. Um, got pretty close to a gobbler. He was on the neighbors though the whole time. I, was, I bet I was within 200 yards of him if I had to guess. Just never could, uh, he never uh, came onto the property, unfortunately. It just kind of is what it is. Uh, but uh, my grandpa, he actually called in four gobblers, though. So four tom turkeys. Called him in, got him within a range, and he missed. And I talked to him about it. He he doesn't know what exactly happened on there. He just missed. But it's kind of hard to believe he called in four toms he said that not, not not one was a jake they were all toms so happens went out there uh the second day of season i couldn't go my grandpa and my brother went they had toms close to him um never got a chance though i remember right day three though my dad he goes out there he does this, he hunts the same way my grandpa hunts they set up a ground blind and they sit there all season long they never leave that spot they sit there all season long Guess what? It works. He actually is. 
he was telling me, gets out there super early, sets the decoys out, goes back in the ground blind. He actually fell asleep. Wakes up to hearing his decoy getting attacked. Looks up, there's a big tom turkey just annihilating his decoy. So he pulls his gun up, shoots it. He's a real nice tom. Yeah, he ends up bringing it here. We've got some really good pictures with my daughter and him. Uh, she always, I know he always likes showing off his animals to her and she always likes seeing them. So, so yeah, it was pretty cool to see that. And that was the first thing Ruby and I had just woke up that morning. That was the first thing we saw was grandpa with his turkey. So that was, that was a good way to start the morning. Uh, and it was either the next day or the day after that. I think it was the day, it might've been the next day. It was real, real snowy. Uh, it actually did snow on uh, grandpa and I. Come out here hunting the farm. We got one gobbler that he's, I know exactly what tree he's in. There's on the south end of our property, there's this one tree or a couple trees that they're always roosted in every time. And last year I hunted these two toms would stay in that roost tree every day. And I hunted them, hunted them, hunted them, hunted them, trying to get them. And they always would go to the neighbors. So this time, um, last year I tried to make a stock on them, didn't work out. This year what I did is I did the same thing. I walked the fence line, so I couldn't go any more to the south. I was on the line. Um, so I would go I stay as cl close as I could to that fence line. Got to where the turkey is somewhat in between of my grandpa and I. It's still kind of out ahead of me a little bit, and my grandpa is more behind me. But uh, it's kind of the setup we just, I decided to do. Uh, so anyway, a turkey comes down. He's answering my calls, but he's working away from me. I'm like, you know, I'm going to move closer. I'm going to get up there 20, 30 yards. So that's what I did. What I did not know is that Tom had hens with him. Uh, the hens were being dead quiet. He actually had three hens with him. I ended up spooking them. They flew down uh, towards my grandpa, actually. And actually, this it worked out perfectly. I, I wish I could tell you I had this plan, but I did not. They fly down. They go into the field my grandpa set up in and run right towards my grandpa. I knew that that Tom's not going to leave those hens. That Tom is right here. So I'm just pulling up with my gun, waiting, waiting, waiting. Sure enough, I hear uh, like the distress cluck is what I call it. I'm not for sure if there's actual a name for it. But they make a certain cluck noise when they're spooked. Sure enough, I hear that, and that turkey is about 70, 80 yards, maybe even 90, working his way from me. So too far for a shot. I get pretty good video of him walking away from me. I see him enter the field. I see him start going towards my grandpa. And that's where I lose sight of him. I turn the camera around and say, man, I think my grandpa's going to get a shot. Shut the camera off. Less than a minute later, pop! He nailed it. So it worked out perfectly. It's almost like a turkey drive. Didn't mean for it to happen at all, but that's how it worked out. Uh, we were done. We were back here at the house at 7, I think. There was no other turkeys gobbling. It, was snow it started snowing on us pretty good, and I had some stuff I needed to do around the house anyway, so... Uh, it was a good good morning. I uh, got some good pictures of my grandpa with this turkey. And I, I'm telling you, my grandpa, he's a turkey-killing son of a gun. He always kills at least one turkey a year, if not more. And I, you know, I like jumping around, trying new spots, kind of chasing the turkeys down. My grandpa and dad, they know where the turkeys like to go. They, and they'll just sit there all season long. And it works for them. They kill turkeys. So that's just another tactic. Again, I like moving around. Um, it's fun. It's fun for me um, because it's... Cause that way it makes it unlike deer hunting where I just usually sit in one spot. It's, it's just a lot of fun. Um, but if you have the patience sitting in one spot, like they do, like I said, they kill turkey and they kill nice turkeys. So something to think about if you are uh, turkey hunting.
And then the last two days, last two days of my season have been very fun, but at the same time, aggravating. So yesterday, I got to a farm um, here in Fulton County that I have permission on. I have at least two birds gobbling. I think I end up, I think I counted either three or four though in the morning. Um, and they're, so one's up on a, to the east side of the property, the other one's on the west side of the property. So I decide, and probably four to 500 yards apart if I had to guess the turkeys are. So I sit smack dab in the middle of them because there's a, there is a, a cornfield or a bean field, I guess it was last year, um, right in between them. So I'm like, that's perfect. I'll set up right in between them. Hopefully one of the group of birds, if not both, will come into the field to strut around to feed and there I'll be waiting for them. So I sit there, sit there, um, morning comes, the birds to the east of me shut up. Uh, they don't, they don't keep talking at all. Um, the gobbler to the west of me though keeps gobbling quite a bit. Um, carrying off, carrying off and he gets probably a couple hundred yards from me at one point in time. But he's just, I can tell he's up on a ridge and he doesn't want to come down. So I'm like, okay, well, if he ain't going to come to me, I'm going to go to him. So I start uh, walking or climbing this ridge. And I mean, the incline to this is not straight up and down, but fairly close. So I'm climbing up the ridge. I get to where it starts leveling off a little bit. Well, then I, I knew I was coming close to the property line. Um, and sure enough, I get there. The turkey's, the turkey's on top of the hill. I can, I can hear him walking. He's so close to me, I can hear him walking and gobbling. He had to be at 50 yards. That's just my guess, but he had to be at 50 yards. Um, but the problem is, he's up at the top of the hill. The property line is probably 20, 30 yards down the hill towards me. And I'm 20, 30 yards, uh, maybe 10, 20 yards um, on the other side of it. So he's just right out of eyesight. That's all he is. And honestly, I was on my uh, knees trying to stay low. If I stood up, I wouldn't be surprised if I, if I could have seen him, could have saw him. But I didn't want to risk spooking him. And I don't know. I was within at least 10 minutes. We were at that range. And the reason I know that is because of the video camera. So he ends up working off, moving off. I'm not for sure if I spooked him. Uh, while he was gobbling, he ends up getting two other turkeys fired up. Um, and they were come, slowly coming that way. So I don't know if he didn't like that or what. So he ends up shutting up. I end up hunting the rest of the day. End up heard a couple more gobbles, but nothing close, and never did get a, another chance to kill turkey. Today, I was even closer. Um, I made I made a error in my part that I think that's why I didn't uh, uh, kill the turkey today. So anyway, I go up on this ridge that I know the turkeys like to roost. Sure enough, I got two turkeys gobbling fairly close and I got another turkey uh, gobbling quite a, quite a ways away they fly off the roost they kind of shut up for a while like they normally do they start getting fired back up though and they're gobbling and there's the way I set up on this ridge is then there's not a lot of vegetation on this it was a east facing slope and there's just not a lot of vegetation yet um so up on this ridge, I find a tree that about as wide as my shoulders. Uh, not super big, but about, yeah, I would say as wide as my shoulders. I sit against it, set my decoys up, and there was a bigger tree in front of me. I thought about moving to it, um, but when they were on the roost, I, didn't, I was worried because it was kind of opening. I didn't want them to see me, so I didn't, I didn't do that. Well, looking back, that may have been my mistake. So I should have... I should have moved to that tree, and if I did, I would have killed a turkey. 
or I'll I'll carry on here in a second. But I end up calling this turkey in. This turkey pops up in front of me at 70 yards. My max effective range with my gun that I've tested it out is at 50 yards. With the choke I have now and the gun and the um, shells I use, 50 yards is what I feel comfortable with. I get it. It only takes one BB. I know I've seen people who can make 70-yard turkey shots, but they have also usually have a gun that's that's all they use it for is turkey hunting. You know, they go out and buy a real nice choke. They pattern it, and that's good. That's I'm happy for them. I like my... Like almost, almost all my game animals, I want them in my lap. I want them as close as I can get. Um, that's what makes it fun. So, that's, uh, yeah, the turkey came in at 70 yards. He saw the decoys. I don't think he mind the decoys. I'm pretty sure he saw me. I think that's what did it. He ended up seeing me. It is what it is. He ends up spooking off. I was going to hop down the ridge and try to sneak up, and then he really up. He either heard me or saw me. I, he made a couple of those clucks, the distress cuts as I was talking about earlier. He ends up working away from me. Another error that I think maybe, even if I didn't switch trees, which I think that was the main thing I should have done. If I switched trees, I think I would have killed that turkey. I just needed to be 20, 30 yards farther or closer um, to where that turkey popped out at. But what I should have done is I have a pop-up camouflage little blind thing that I always take with me. It just pops up. When you sit down, it's perfect. You can only see like my head. I should have just had that. That would have given me more cover. Or the fact that it has been so cold. Like today, I think right now it's like 56. So it's this morning. It was probably high 30s if I had to guess. Maybe low 40s. But I was wearing a fairly puffy jacket because um, it's warm and it's first light camouflage. It's good. Um, but like I said, I did not have a lot of cover, and I normally wear my first light phantom leafy suit and that has last year i could really test it and that seemed like the turkeys really had a hard time noticing me or seeing me when i was wearing that unfortunately i did not wear that today so i think that might have helped me if i was wearing that that may have just gave me just enough cover because i only needed him to go another 20 yards and which he would have actually been out of my sight if he kept working down the ridge i've had it set up where he would have been in and out of my sight so he would have had a hard time seeing me and he just needed to pop around this one tree and i would have had a perfect probably 40 yard shot which i have i feel i feel completely comfortable with that so yeah that's kind of how my second season has went so far it was fun i enjoyed it i had a good time um i'm looking forward to the next seasons uh for third season i'm gonna be hunting with my brother colton He's still got a third season tag, so hopefully we can uh, get him on a bird and I can just focus on filming. Uh, it's a lot less stressful, and it's I still have quite a lot of fun, and it's a blast still. So I'm looking forward to that. And then fourth, I, I have a fourth season tag. I'll be hunting with a buddy of mine. Um, I'll have to introduce you guys to him. I think you guys will like hunting with him. He's a good, uh, good guy, and he's a fellow first responder. And then fifth season... Uh, again, I have a tag, and then so does Nate, uh, which if you've listened to this podcast before, you would have made, you would have met Nate on episode three. He's uh, he's pretty excited. We were talking about it yesterday. He's pretty excited to go. I'm excited to take him. Um, like his first time he's ever really went hunting before. He's I think it's going to be a blast. I think it might turn into more of a comedy video than it will hunting video. 
but I think it'll be fun. We may even have at times uh, another guy with us, uh, one of Nate's buddies who hunts. He might come and uh, hang out with us and yeah, either help videotape or just help try to coach Nate through it. And then we got another guy who you may have seen on videos uh, before, Steve. He may come with us and just film us as well. Uh, he's kind of newer to turkey hunting, but he deer hunts and stuff quite a bit. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the rest of turkey season. You know, we're not even halfway through. We're just starting third season. We got five seasons here in Illinois, so we're just we're just starting third season. The turkeys are still hinned up for the most part. They're still being fairly quiet. It's been cold, so but it's supposed to get to the 70s later on this week. I think the turkeys are going to get more fired up. Uh, they're going to start breeding hens, which means they're going to separate from hens. That means they're going to be more vocal, and they're going to be easier to call to, and it's going to be a blast. Like I said, last year, fourth and fifth season is where I had the most action, and I had, I had a blast hunting, and I ended up killing my bird. So hopefully hopefully we can get everybody's tags filled. I know it might be hard, but either way, we'll be out there chasing them, having a good time. If you guys are going out there, do me a favor and be safe, okay? Have a good one.